Welcome to Sudbury Scrub, a 40k podcast for the Sudbury community, Season 7. And this morning I am... (laughs) I'm thinking about a game I haven't really spent too much time thinking about in quite a while. And that is Magic the Gathering. And that's because Games Workshop and Hasbro um, are coming together to bring... Well, to bring multiple. They're, they're, I forget what the exact name. They were saying, like, far-off worlds or expanded worlds or something like that into Magic. And one of those worlds they're going to bring, Warhammer 40,000, which is a thing. It's a thing. It happens, I guess. Um, so I'm really weirded out by this, um, but that's also partially because I really started, I really stopped following Magic, um, after even kind of leading into War of the Spark. I thought, cool, War of the Spark, this is a really neat, you know, kind of a culmination event. And then it was like, okay, you know what, playing with Planeswalkers all the time isn't actually that fun for me. And I just found actually a lot of the game kind of started to become less fun for me. And that's fine, because, I mean, that's for, I, I was also, at the same time, really falling in love with Warhammer 40k, which is one of the reasons that, you know, that game felt just not as fun to me. So it's like, well, if I'm going to spend my time on something, I'm going to spend on the one that feels more enjoyable. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's not a fun thing, and it doesn't mean that you, you know, anyways, whatever you like, you like. This isn't a bash about magic at all. That was just, for me, my perspective. Um, and then afterwards, I was hearing about some of these other sets that are coming out. A set about, like, big titan people and a place called Caldeheim that I think is coming out. Or maybe it already is out. I'm not sure. Um, I saw that there was a... I never even looked at a single card from it because I thought it, that this is, this is just ridiculous. Some kind of set that I understand wasn't, like a regular set, it was it was a set that you wouldn't play in a, in a you know, in a regular tournament or something like that, it was just a, a for-fun set kind of thing, that was about, um, The Walking Dead, and when I saw that, I was like, huh, huh, it's like, okay, so you, you know, Magic has fought for a long time to kind of create its own brand, its own, its own image, its own what it is, right, um, and that had to do with the idea of planeswalkers and Mirrodin and, you know, uh, 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 the, the main, then the main plane there, whatever it's called. And, you know, the, these really, you know, Nicole Bolas and all these things, Frexians and, you know, a lot of history, a lot of lore. And they worked hard to create this brand. And, uh, and it's, you, you can't. Uh, it, there's a struggle, okay? There, there's a struggle in a long-term game um, between mechanics and lore, because the two should be working together. All right, and especially at, at the beginning, at the beginning, if the game is successful, um, then you you kind of get this these things that kind of get solidified. A, a certain lore about the game gets solidified, 
Whereas in the very first edition, it might be you know, a bit more malleable because people are like, well, they didn't really know what they were going to be doing, and so they changed it up. Um, and then the mechanics, which is things that the game is known for. And if you change either of them too quickly, there's, you know, it, then it really stops to feel like that game. So Magic had two things. It's got the color wheel. The color wheel is is kind of all important. And then it also has this lore about, well, what what's going on with this magic, right? How are you using this magic? Why, you know, and it's that idea of you're summoning creatures, casting spells, and you go to the lore of it is you go in, you're going to different planes, and that's why things are different on each plane, but things between planes can interact, especially if there are people that can travel between planes, and things that can travel between planes, and things of that nature. And so there's kind of this question, well, which one is the more important one? Um, and it looks like they're saying, okay, well, the mechanics are all important in this case, and the lore can just kind of go to hell because we can shove anything into this, which is things that, that fanboys kind of do, you know, on internet forums. You're like, well, if this so-and-so was a magic color, what would they be? And that's funny, but I, but it's funny, and, it, and to me, it's not a serious part of the game. Like, you don't actually play a game with those things because, well, that, that just doesn't fit. The, the marriage between those two things is gone. Now, I would say Games Workshop has done something similar, but for them, it's been more, the lore has been the all-important part. And the mechanics have been more allowed to change. And, and don't get me wrong, the mechanics for Magic have changed too. Um, but it's more the, the lore of, alright, well, we want certain things. And, and again, the lore changes as well. Both of them change, but how much do they, how drastically will they change and this is kind of showing that, okay, for Magic, they're, they're more willing to sacrifice their lore. Now, I definitely say sacrifice in this case because I don't like the idea of having a, uh, having just such a, such a massive tonal shift. Um, and, and even just with The Walking Dead. And then they did it again with this one set having Godzilla. And that just, again, rubbed me really, really wrong, because Godzilla isn't part of magic. That's a... I mean, they, they may as well have the exact same card with some name other than Godzilla. And it could be the exact same thing. Like, there's, there's no reason to have it be Godzilla. Other than, other than selling out. Alright, okay, I'm going to use that term, other than selling out. And that's what it is. It's it's just selling out. Um, selling out to the walk, selling out with these other uh, properties. And it, it just strikes me so odd because, again, Magic had an interesting thing going with their lore. Especially because in their lore, that there should be endless opportunity. Because if you don't like how certain things are going, you just go to a different plane. When Time Spiral ended, the first Time Spiral, and it was like, okay, well, we need to change how planeswalkers work. We want an blue plane, uh, 
want to include Planeswalkers in the game um, as a card type. Um, they went to, like, originally it was supposed to be part of Time's File that was kind of like, all right, let's, this is the future, right? And it didn't happen, they didn't get it done in time, so they, they moved it over to Lorewind. And, but then it was like, all right, well, here's this new story. And that was even the thing, even if it was in Time Spiral, it was going to be a handing off of the reins kind of thing, a, a handing of the baton, and saying, all right, let's do a, a new story. <clears throat> but it, it was a story still within their concept uh, of, of their world and their lore. Um, the Walking Dead isn't. I mean, it's a story, and theoretically, I guess any story could happen to... Uh, that, that you could be expressed with magic cards. But at the same time, it, it, to me, it just, it again, it, it feels like uh, uh, a selling out. A, 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 uh, you're giving up your brand. You're giving up a part of your brand to do it. And Games Workshop, sorry, and Wizards <clears throat> can give up something, like, when you give up some of your brand, to me, that signals that the brand is dying. Now, Magic, though, is selling well. Don't get me wrong. The company is doing well. And so this may be fine for the company. But I have a feeling that it's um, a way of keeping sales up. Rather than actually bringing new people into the game. Although we shall see. The same thing can happen in reverse. And with, this is where I find it's very, very, very strange. Because um, these companies definitely see themselves as competitors. Uh, you, you spend an evening playing Warhammer. You can spend an evening at a, you know, a th Thursday night or Friday night magic, whatever it's called, um, playing games of magic. And... There are a lot of benefits to playing games of Magic in that way because, uh, you know, you can play multiple games of Magic. You know, games of Magic are a lot faster uh, than a game of, of 40k. And games of Magic are entertaining. And they are, you know, a, a good player uh, will win a lot of the time. Now, I think that 40k has a much better mix of a good player can play a bad list and win. Um... A good player would, with a very, with a very, it's very easy to make very bad uh, uh, decks in Magic. Uh, you, you honestly, for 40k, the, the point system is, is much, much, much more balanced. They purposely make excessively bad cards for Magic. With the intent of teaching players what a bad card is. And what a good card is. But they also do that to increase sales because they want to teach you to hunt the rares. That that's what they're trying to that's what they're trying to do. Whereas 40k, they, they actually are trying to make these units balanced for the most part. I do feel like they push some some things, but usually that's just a push. They don't act they also don't throttle. They don't try to say, hey, make sure not to buy the, these boxes. No, they want to sell all their boxes of miniatures. Uh, but it's because magic is fundamentally a gamble. When you open up a card pack, each time you open up a card pack, that's like opening. That's like going to a slot machine and seeing. All right, what am I? Do I win this time? 
when I open this pack, do I win? Um, that magic wants to teach you this is this is your goal. They need to teach you what your goal is. <laughs> we got to teach you what a win is in magic. Whereas in 40k, uh, they, they want you to be happy with all of your purchases. Um, and I think they just push some a bit more, not necessarily for sales, but to, to try to, yeah, a bit for sales. I don't know. They do push, but again, it's not as heavy-handed as it is in Magic. So, when you get this dewater into the brand, you lose some identity. Game, uh, Wizards is very much banking on the idea that their color wheel system is so good that uh, it will that players won't care about their the, the, the brand of these other companies as much as the system the game system of magic that's that's the that's what they're banking on likewise I can't help but feel that games workshop is kind of saying the same thing to themselves. I think Games Workshop is agreeing to do this because they're saying we get a chance to expose Magic players. So they're so yeah. So Wizards is, is hoping that Hasbro and Wizards they're hoping that 40k players getting exposed to the game system of Magic will be so enthralled that they'll switch over. And the opposite side is Games Workshop is hoping that Magic players will be so enthralled with the lore and the iconography and with the brand of Warhammer 40k that they'll switch over. Um, and there will be... Both things are going to happen. All right, There are going to be players that switch. There are going to be players that don't. And the players that do switch, there will be players from Magic that switch to 40k, players from 40k that switch to Magic. Hey, I myself have done it. I, and I still have my Magic cards because... Maybe one day I will want to play Magic again. Like it's 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 a thing, right? You, you never give up on 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 these things. They're a good investment. They're a fun investment. Um, so I think both sides think that they're the ones that are getting the, the better deal out of this because otherwise, uh, what they're they're risking a lot. They are risking um, a delusion a, 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 of a delusion. Um, a, a dilution of their of, of what of who they are. Now I think the risk is greater for magic because inevitably I have never seen okay I have never seen anything say okay we're we're this. And we're now going to incorporate this other brand. And then that that ends up becoming like a major selling product. Okay. Uh, to the point where things shift. Alright. Um, a very... Maybe a poor analogy. Maybe not. Uh, would be... Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, Lucky Charms. Alright. Lucky Charms has the marshmallows, 
and the, the you know the, the the serial pieces, and it's well, every now and then they've done something like, hey, look, we're Lucky Charms, but now we have this marshmallow that is you know from this thing that you recognize, like Star Wars or something, right? Um, that's always a limited time thing. And it's because people aren't buying Lucky Charms for the stars. You'll get people that really like Star Wars go, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. Um, but it's... I don't ever feel like things have ever really su- been sustained that way. And Lucky Charms has to remain Lucky Charms. Um, magic will have to... has to remain magic. And trying to bring in people like that, trying to expose them to to magic through that way, will expose people. There will be people that switch over. I can't help but feel that any switch like that is temporary. Um, any brand that that makes bringing other other brands into theirs as a way of keeping themselves going usually stops going pretty soon because they, they've they've run out. They've run out of ideas. They've run out of, of concepts to, to work with. You know, uh, I, I've never seen a TV show which is like, hey, here's, you know, the adventures of these folks and, oh, and look, they're, they're getting up in this special episode with this other TV show. It's like, okay. Those, to me, have always been some of the weakest episodes. Uh... Family Guy, Simpsons, crossovers, you know, stuff like that, are just, to me, they are the worst episodes. You get excited for them, and it's like, hey, look, my favorite things are together. And then you realize, oh, right. They aren't together because they're not good together. And this is that, right? Um, And if that becomes your modus operandi, then that means you're out because those intrinsically aren't good products. They get some people in for a very short period of time, and then it then you, you're you're then you're losing out. Then then you 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 then you start kind of tink, hitting rock bottom. Not rock bottom. But I mean, you, you start you start scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like so, you you don't have much left that you think you can do, and that's my worry. I'm not saying these things because I want. Wizards to fail or magic fail. I I want it to succeed. Um, I don't even play it. I want it to succeed. I think it's it's an important game for uh, for the for the gaming community. Um, I I think it, it's done a lot lot for nerd culture. Um, and I think it's been a fun game, one that I've cherished, and one that. Everyone that continues to play it has continued to cherish. I mean, there's always the complaints because there will always be complaints. Look at Warhammer, right? We're the same. Uh, but this actually, this, and I've heard lots of people talk about uh, Magic's possible death in the future and stuff like that. And I've never believed it because I never thought a game mechanic could kill the game because the game would is, was stronger than the game mechanics because the idea of slinging spells is stronger because I think the brand of magic was stronger. Um, this actually worries me because this is wizard saying we don't think that the brand is strong. 
and the brand is what kept me playing Magic when I did. So if the brand isn't strong enough to keep you playing, um, if they don't think the brand is strong enough to do that, then I, I think they are foreseen problems. And that's what worries me for that. So, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get back into things um, with having uh, a more more frequent uh, Sudbury Scrub. I'm hoping to do that. And I'm hoping, I'm looking forward, I'm going to be starting some fun interviews in the coming days. So thank you for listening. This is Sudbury Scrub saying keep on wargaming and keep exposing yourself to the brand. Thank you.